Hello, and welcome to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your co-hosts, my dad Guy and my sister Michael. I'm Trinity. In today's episode, they'll be discussing Michael starting to drive, training with Kobe, the beginning of school, and our special trip to Disney with Michael recording in a TV show. Without further ado, here we go. Welcome to the Daddy Daughter Podcast! (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what that was. He's so hyped because we haven't done one in so long. It feels like it has been forever. And I am so hyped. Yeah, man. Okay. So first, let's address, before we even introduce ourselves, the jingling in the background. Michael, who joins us for this podcast? Our puppy, Kobe. Is he still a puppy, though? He's one. I mean, he's over one, right? Like, he turned one back in May. Mm -hmm. So he's like 15 years old. In dog years. Right? They age like 13 years in the first year or something like that. He's older than me. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's right up on a microphone. All right, let's do this. Very let's take curious. off his collar. All right, hang on. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take off his jingly jangly. There, we set it down. There we go. Now it, it stops. And you just might hear sniffing and licking and stuff. And that's okay. Do people like the sniffing? Um, if you hear this light kind of in the background, that that's is because the computer fan. it's the computer fan. I can't make it stop. I just, I tried. I can't make it stop. It sucks. I have my free Anyway. Boy. Welcome to the Daddy Daughter Podcast. <laughs> I am your co-host, Guy the Daddy, and I am joined by Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess. We have so many things to catch up on because if we're gonna be honest, the one that we just posted two weeks ago? Something like that. Right? That was actually done in April. <laughs> yeah, it's August. And we are well overdue. So we are going to post one now because there is so much to catch up on. So let's get going. All right. He just left. Yeah. Don't worry about Kobe. Kobe Bryant? He did. Kobe Bryant. What are you doing, dog? He just perked up like, oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, I know, right? He's okay. so adorable. I love him so much. All right. I'm not going to talk as much because, number one, it's your podcast. And number two... Our podcast. I just had, like, serious dental stuff done, so I, I don't want to talk mouth. that much. Ed. Kobe, was that your fur? That's what I get for giving him kisses. Okay, so we're just going to do this live. <laughs> I'm not editing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Here we got three... We got three big things to talk about. Yes. Number one is how is your driving going? Number two is <laughs> do you want to write these down? So we're uh, going to talk about driving. I don't have any We're going to talk about you starring in your own TV show. Not my own TV show. But Whatever, dude. That's the way I'm going to tell the story. Okay. And wait, I'm going to write these down. Driving. Disney. We get so distracted that this is necessary. <laughs> and what was the third one we said? Back to school. Oh my god. Back to school. S K O O L. Alright. No. Michael, 
You have been driving since mid-April. Now everybody knows about the drama that we went through just to get to your learner's permit. <laughs> but it's been four months. Talk to us about how your driving is going. So at first I was just continuing to drive at parking lots, but now I'm actually driving on the road. And driving on the road actually gives me less anxiety than driving in the parking lot. Which is I the weirdest thing. I don't know why. It just be like that. <laughs> it just be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's because the roads are more open than parking lots. Okay, that's and fair. And the, the turns aren't always as sharp. I mean, I haven't made any U-turns, and that's pretty much the type of turn you do in a parking lot. <laughs> it's the tightness of a U-turn, and I haven't done any of that, so it's a lot easier. So what have you been driving primarily? Uh, my grandmother's car. <laughs> So this is what's so funny about this, right? Like, you you could drive. All right. So me and your mom, both of our cars are our cars. It's not my car, or her car. We just have our preferences. Yeah. Um, he drives a huge truck thing. Okay, it's a Lincoln Navigator. Yeah, it, it that. is. It is kind That's of. That's what I said. No, it's not a truck thingy. It is a Navigator. I get my car. It's due respect. <laughs> my car is beautiful, right? <laughs> Your mom, you know, it's a little bit big, so, you know, she has her car. Kobe's offended, but... Her car is a 2020, so mine's only a 2018, right? It's not new. Hers is a 2020, and she drives a what? I don't know. Kia Sorento. Kia Sorento. It's a mid-size SUV. It's nice, right? It's like the size of an Edge. No, no, it's that's a lie. It's the size of an Explorer. Kobe. Dude, shut up, man. I don't want to put you out, bro. What? What? You talking back? What? You talking smack? Don't make me pause this podcast and kick you out. Uh, boy, I will. Do you want some snuggles? Mike, why don't you pick them I up and see if you can. Come here. Come here. Come I'm going to chase you. I'm sorry, guys. So, Kobe, Kobe, for those who haven't seen him on, on the Facebook. Oh, I got the baby. He's a Yorkie poo. He's we, a Yorkie shizoodle. He was supposed to be a Morky, a Maltese Yorkie, but... Our our health, our doggy health insurance place. Part of what they do is a DNA analysis, and find found out that the the people we got him from were freaking liars, and he's not. He has no Morky in him whatsoever. He is a Yorkie mixed with poodle and Shih Tzu. Yorkie Shizoodle. So he's a Yorkie Shizoodle. I've coined that term. It's trademarked. You have to give me. <laughs> yeah, million dollars. Money. <laughs> The other way that you can pronounce a Yorkie Shizoodle is perfect because that is pretty much what he is. He's awesome sauce. He has so much spunk. He's such a great dog. Such a great dog. And we did training with him recently. Hey, too. that's the other thing we're supposed to talk about is his training. So let's finish up on driving and then we will talk about what we did with uh, Yorkie Shizoodle before we went down to Disney. <laughs> All right, so driving. So. Driving your grandmother's car, so she could be driving the Navigator. Nope, don't like it too it's big. It's too big. Could be driving mommy's uh, Kia Sorento, which is basically like an Explorer, Ford Explorer. Not, not, not really feeling it too much, like kind of whatever. But Nanai, her her grandmother, has a uh, Lexus SUV. You know those the smaller crossover style SUVs with Lexus that. Are, for whatever reason, they just look really feminine. Like every time I look at a guy driving it, I'm kind of like, it's not really that masculine of a car, but you know, do you? But it's great for a girl. It's almost like a like a 
a VW Beetle, right? No bug. Like it's great for like a high school girl to drive, but if like you're a 23 year old man driving it, it just looks weird, kind of to me. Uh, but I digress. You know, whatever. Do you? Uh, so she likes driving that nice car, the Lexus SUV. And how's it been going for you, Mike? I like using that car. Okay, please expand. I have a bit of my mom's lead foot. <laughs> so that one, because it's been more worn out, you have to press the pedals harder in order to get it to speed up and slow down. Worn out. So when she hears it, she's going to be so pissed because her car is like a 2019. It's not worn out. It's just the vehicles have it's different tolerances. It's tolerance. just, it's not as sensitive as... I have no idea. She's had so many cars. I lost track of yeah, how that, old This is true. And so many of my Lexuses are, is it Lexi? Lexi. But, uh, Lexi. but you're, you're right as far as her... It could be, she could have it set on a certain setting where it's less responsive and more responsive. Like, I don't know exactly what it is. However, I will say, um, if you're more comfortable with it, then 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 it's awesome. That's that's what it should be. All right, continue. Yeah. So I like to use that car to drive. So most of my driving, I think I've done in that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, he's he's he just wants to get picked up again. He's such a pain. I think butt. he actually needs to go use the bathroom. Do you need to go potty, Kobe? No? Yes? Yes. Are, are we really doing this the whole time? Is this what we're going to do? No, okay. to go and then I'll put him Okay, I'll tell you what. You go take him for a, a really quick bathroom break. And in the meantime, I'm going to ask you guys to stay tuned for, your for, these, commercial, for these messages from our sponsors. Come on, Kobe. Come here. Don't make me chase you. Do you find yourself feeling down? Do you find yourself looking at your own life and wishing, man, I wish I had more. I, I wish I had better. Well, then what you need to do is subscribe to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. Go on your Apple or Android or whatever you're using and subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. If you leave us five stars, well, then we will tell you we love you. And if you only leave us four stars or less, well, then we will tell you you are a hater. Thank you for tuning in to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your hosts, Guy and Michael. We'd like to send a special shout out to the Diffins, the Beverlys, the Mike Johnsons and the Renas, the Dejas and the Taylors. Oh, there are so many. And we'd just like to say thank you. Continue listening to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. Take your time. Come on back. We will rejoin you in about, well, for you, it'll feel like two seconds. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. We'd like to thank our special sponsors for that very special message. So, Mike, you were talking to us about driving. Off you, yeah? Yes, I was. I forgot what the last thing I said. You were talking about how much you love your grandmother's car over hours. Yes. Because. <laughs> Tell us about it. Okay, so I actually drive more with my grandmother than with my parents because she picks us up a lot during the week. Mm-hmm. While mom and dad are at work, so then I can't drive their cars because they take their cars with them. Okay, like so is it about the cars, or is it just about having the opportunity to drive the same car so many times? 
I mean, it's probably a mixture of both. Mm. I like the way how her car runs and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's also the car that I've, at this point I've had the most practice with, just because I've been on the road with that one more than I've been on the actual road with the other cars. Is it because your dad yells at you too much? Do I make you super nervous? Sometimes! <laughs> well, sometimes you drive like an ass. No, okay. No, I'm no. just kidding. I'm kidding. She I does it. She does great. But yeah, you... It's you, because you I get a lot of anxiety and it tests his patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Your anxiety is fine. It's when you give me anxiety. That's when it's a problem. What do you mean I give you anxiety? You're the one that forces me to drive. <laughs> Dude, like, you're going to be getting your license soon. Somebody has to force you to drive a little okay, bit. Okay, but why can't you make me drive in mom's car? Huh? Why can't you make me drive in mom's car? You make me drive in your car. Because I don't drive mom's car. I make Yeah, I would be the one driving. You would uh, sit in the passenger seat. I don't know when her car is here and not here. Anyway, we're going to follow up on this. Look, we got... <laughs> You see, right. he's changing the subject because he doesn't know how to respond anymore. No, it's not that. You get your license in five months, which means we got five more months to log all these hours that we have to log and to get you all so this experience. So I only have like two hours out of the 45. No, you got a lot more than two, baby. You just did like 40 some odd minutes in one day the other day. You got a lot more than two hours, bro. Mm, a lot more than two hours, my dude. Two hours and a half? No, you got more than that. You got a lot more than that. But... We have far, five more hours to really start logging in some time. So it's cool, though, because five you're... Five more hours? Five more months, I'm sorry. Did I say hours? All right, we got five <laughs> more months to log in. We, we got a lot of time. But um, we have... You have to do night driving. We have to get you out in the rain. We got to get you on the highway. Like, there's all these prerequisites that we have to do to get you your driving time. So... Yes. It's all good. We'll be increasing it now that you're getting more and more comfortable. Because you got to remember, dude, when we started this thing, I couldn't get you driving more than like 10 minutes before you suffered from muscle fatigue because your arms were so tensed up around the steering wheel. Yeah, right? Definitely. I mean, like. My nuts. legs were tense too. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So now that you're a lot more comfortable, we can increase all of that, right? So that's what we're going to be doing on the driving thing. All right. Tell everybody about Kobe. What's he been through? So we sent him to boot camp. I'm kidding, it was a training camp. It was boot camp. <laughs> yeah, so we sent him over there to get um, zappy collar training. I don't know what it's called, shock collar training. Wow, let's not call it shock collar. It's, that, that just sounds really bad. That's not exactly what it was. But um, yes, he, he went through two weeks of in-home training where he went and stayed with the trainer in their house. Yeah. Part of that training is using basically a training collar and we all had to put it against ourselves and it almost feels like a nine volt battery, but it's not a shock. It's just a, it's mostly a, a tingling sensation along with like a little it's bit like of vibration. You have friction and you touch something metal. Okay. That's that's a shock. Yeah, but that's what it feels like. Okay, I guess I guess I guess I can see that. I mean, once you put it up on the higher levels. But the other thing that I mentioned to you and to your sister, who was feeling the type of way about it, is you guys got to remember that when we try it, it's against our bare skin. Mm -hmm. He has layers of fur between the collar and his actual skin. And, and we so, don't use it on the high levels. And he doesn't yelp. He doesn't scream. It's not like whatever. It just gets his attention. Where as soon as 
we're telling him to sit or we're telling him to be quiet or whatever, if we just tap it gently, he just looks up like, oh, wait, yo, what'd you say? You said something to me? Like, my bad, I must have missed it. It gets, it just gets his attention. But it's like I have to admit, I think like, he's hey, a lot better, right? I think he's better, right? Yeah. And, like, the thing is, it was definitely necessary because I took him out to use the bathroom. And then when we were on the front porch, this mm-hmm. was part of training that I was doing before the collar. I took off the leash to go inside because he knew, like, let's go home. And instead, he dashed off down the street, and I couldn't get him back for like a solid 20 minutes. I was just chasing him top speed throughout the entire night. And so, that there were also quite a bit of cars that day. So. Uh oh. I am sorry, I forgot to silence my phone. Hang on, guys. That is my ringtone because it's almost football season. Alright, hang on. Hello, wife. You are calling right in the middle of our Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast, but I didn't silence my phone, so would you like to say something? No, I'll let you go. Are you sure? Yes. You want to say hi to the people? Hi, people. That sounds good. <laughs> I'll see you when you get home. Hi, people. <laughs> Alright, bye, babe. All right, and Daddy's going to go ahead and silence his phone now, uh, and we'll go right back to where you were, as you were, please. Okay, yeah, so um, there were a lot of cars that day, so it's for his own safety. So, yeah, because he can't be running out in the street. Like, he was darting across the street, running Mm -hmm. down the actual street. Like, he wasn't staying on the sidewalk and stuff. So a lot of times... I had to just stop chasing him, which he would get farther and farther and farther away. But it was so that he wouldn't dart across the street because a car was there. And because he's so small, the car won't always see him. It's not like a huge, like, Great Dane or something. Yeah, it's a Yorkie. Yeah, yeah. he's he's so small. So it's for his own safety. He's definitely listening now, and now I don't have to keep him on a collar. So it's not like all choking him because he does pull against the leash. Yeah. And he won't stop. So he keeps on getting choked with that. So now I can just let him out with the car, lo- the collar only, and he's learning the boundaries. So I don't have to use it often anyway. Nah, you're you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. It's it's. Um, and he's able to play outside. So it's one of those things where training a dog, if you do it the right way, you do it the humane way, but you do it seriously, it actually makes for a happier life for the dog. Because it keeps him safer. Like he's in our environment, he's in our our world. He's not out in the woods, he's not a wild dog, he's not a wolf or whatever. He has to exist inside of the human experience out here. And a way to make that happen where he's not gonna get himself hurt or killed by some car or something else is for him to be well trained, mm-hmm. you know? And it makes for just a better experience for you too, you know, as, and he's as gotten better a primary at- caregiver potty training as well and so now we're able to open up the house to him more so he's been able to go upstairs and downstairs more as well yeah and he's also gotten really good at letting us know when he has to use the bathroom like you guys experienced when he just barking yes yes he's gotten really good at communicating yeah you know as a dog can do so that's been cool that has been cool okay all right um 
Moving right along, let's talk about you going back to school, man. I love how all of these topics are just completely unrelated and somehow we're just... We just have so much. We, we are because we have so much to catch up on. So yeah. so much has happened. So this one's probably going to be a long one. That's okay. We got plenty of time. We got. We're just kind of getting the appetizers out of the way, and now we got to get to the to the meat. And there's two left, and I'm saving the main course for the end, which is we Disney. We going back to church too. I like that. Oh, we got to throw that one in there. Yeah. So this past Sunday. And the one before that. You guys went the one before that. I forgot and then just watched you guys walk out the door like, where are you guys going? Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that yeah, we were all going back to church and I forgot. Terrible. Um, but it had, yeah, I thought I was too until I wasn't. It had been um, a year and a half since we had been in church. Yeah, ever Dude, since like everything got so shut long. down, we haven't gone. So this past time we all went together. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm so happy. Shout out to Grace Covenant Church yes. in Northern Virginia. Fantastic church. Not just because our pastor happens to be the chaplain of the Redskins, which is just awesome. And like so many players go to our church, but it's actually just a great church with, with great leadership and everything else. So what's it been like being back up in uh, up in the place of worship? It has a great energy. Mm. And a lot of like the things that we learn is like actually sort of relevant. I don't know how to put it. I hope it's more than sort of. No, no, no. I, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. So like there's the basic stuff that you learn about like Moses and then... Hey, first of all, you home. go to a different church than we do. Like not church, but you go to a different um, service than we do. So you go yeah, to the teen service the basically, right? Yeah. All right. So what's that what's that technically, like? Technically the one that I go to is actually the middle school one and I am a junior, but the high school one is at 5 p.m. and I can't go. So I go to that one anyway. Nobody kicks me out. So there. I mean, you could go, you know, once you start driving or something like I ain't going back to church like if I I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If if you wanted to go there, of course we'd take you. Um, but you're you're good where you're at. So you go to the teen service while we're in the main sanctuary, and, and then Ty goes to the kids service. The the very the very small baby service. Well, there's actually a baby one. But All right, he doesn't go to a baby service. He goes to a young. <laughs> I'm just mess, I'm messing with him whenever he hears that. Yeah. So our pastor is really really cool. He's really really young too. If I remember correctly, he's like 26. So he went to school with your auntie, and she's 28. So he's probably somewhere around 27 to 28 years old now. But he's been... He had a birthday, so... But he's been doing this for years and years. Yeah. You know? And he also happens to be the son of the head head pastor. Um, But he is his own minister in his own right, and he's fantastic in what he does. He's really, really chill, but then he's also really passionate and energetic, and it's just such a great energy. Mm. But we also learned about stuff like how to deal with stress. Mm-hmm. And let's see, what was the other one? My memory is so bad. I'm so sleep deprived right mm, now. Sound like your dad. Yeah. But yeah. this last one that we did was about stress. But uh-huh. that was a guest speaker. What was the one before that? I really can't remember. I mean, don't ask me, dog. I, I don't know. Um... um but anyway, you were saying the bottom line is it feels good to be back in church. Yes. Yeah. It yeah, definitely it's nice. feels like a safe space. Well, it is, right? And it, it's it's supposed to be and is such a core part of 
our experience as Christians that being away from church for so long, um, oh, excuse me. Like you had like a, it really takes an impact. You had you know? some sort of a group that you went to and you still go to. I do. But then me and my siblings, we didn't have anything. I mean, technically there was some sort of an online service thing, but it was at a really weird time and I could never remember to log in. So our one of our uh, very small handful of best friends uh, created a couples Bible study group every Sunday morning. And that has been great for us to, we've been going there now for a year basically. And it's just, a, it's a group of us. It started with only like 12. I think it's up to like 24, 24 of us now. It's like 12 or 15 couples. Um, and, and we've discussed things like, um, Communication, forgiveness, um, yeah. Anyway, a lot of couple stuff, a lot of grown grown folks business type thing, and it's <laughs> been wonderful. Um, and it's really helped kind of sustain us from a faith perspective while we've been unable to, you know, attend church. But it, th- there's just nothing like being back in a church, an actual church, in the house of God Himself, and watching the pastor, listening to the pastor, singing our praise and worship live and in person, all of that has just been amazing. It's been fantastic to get Also back just to going it. to a place where you're not judged for being a Christian. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope you're not. Not in church. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... No, I know exactly what you mean. I'm going, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know exactly what you mean. It. You have to consider church like your, your gas station, and it's where we go to get our tanks refueled. Yeah. You know, and we've been running on E for well over a year without the ability to go to the gas station, and it's draining. Just been um, pushing the car along because the car's holding all of our stuff in it. We don't have a choice, right? You got to do something. Got to do something. Yeah. So, so that's been good. <laughs> so that's been cool. Um, and then, is it okay if we transition to school now? Yes, we can transition to school. Well, let's talk about it. You're going back to school in less than two weeks. Yeah, so... Okay, so COVID hit for me, it was the end of ninth grade. But when I was in ninth grade, I was in an intermediate school, which means it's like an in-between. So it was only eighth and ninth. So my freshman year, I was in this intermediate school. And then 10th grade, I was fully distanced. And now I'm in 11th grade, and I still have yet to be in an actual high school. (laughs) Right. So... Like, the only time I actually went to the building was for the PSAT and for my biology SOL. And your high school has never actually been used. It is brand new. They just built it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when there you were some go, people in the hybrid. That's learning. true. But it hasn't been used, like, normally, yeah. if you will, right? And like, depending on how things new. go with this Delta variant, there still might be not a full class in there. Guess who's going to be in there, though? Me? That's right. Yay. That's right. You excited? Uh, uh, All right, let's talk about it. What <laughs> What are you most excited about? Most excited about the features that the school has. Like what? Um, makerspace. Mm-hmm. There's a 3D printer. That's dope. <laughs> and I want to go back to being in a library. <laughs> I really like libraries. I'm such... You know that there's a public library in our neighborhood? Yes. 
Okay. Just but there's saying. nothing like a school library. Well, you can get on a bicycle and ride your butt over to a public library if you really like it. You're riding on a bicycle over country. Just saying you could, dude. Just just saying you could. It's it's not that hard. You could take back roads and trails and make it yourself all the way over there to the public library if you really like libraries that much. I'm I'm a fan. Like you could do that. But anyway, I digress. You were saying. So you're so you're talking about the features. One is that it has a maker space and oh, it has a library. What else? Mm-hmm. No, the library is supposed to be actually really huge. Um, there's a coffee house. I'm interested to investigate that. I bet you are. <laughs> I'm also interested in what kind of clubs there are. I'm excited about having ASL as one of my classes for my language. That's American Sign Language for y'all who don't know. My daughter has chosen to just forego her or ignore her last, what is it, four or five years of Spanish? I was in Spanish four honors last year, so yeah. Yeah, four hour, four, four years of Spanish so that she can learn sign language now. So, you know, whatever, do you, it's all good. If I'm being honest, I just... Yeah, you don't need to be, but you know, if you want to. <laughs> I'm kidding, go ahead, be honest. Yeah, so Spanish, it got less and less fun and just more and more confusing and a brain drain, especially with all of my other classes that I had. Mm-hmm. which were advanced mm-hmm. so I wanted to just sort of do something else that's cool man and I, this goes back to our, our conversation we had about college mm-hmm. right so we were talking about how hard it's going to be for you to figure out where to go to college and finding just the right college with just the right major and just the right program and whatever it's like dude like you're gonna your interests are going to change the things you want to do are going to change yeah. think about it like what happened with spanish versus american sign language you <laughs> you got burnt out on it you were just like nah you know what i'm good i can hablo espanol like i'm okay i don't need to keep going and going and going i want to, i want a different experience i want to try something else that's what college is going to be like for you that's why those first couple of years are so important it's cool if you have an idea of what you want to major in, but you don't have to decide immediately because your your interests are likely to change. I guarantee, but they're likely to change. Yeah. But it's okay because just like you're transitioning from Spanish to sign language, you can decide to transition from animating to I want to be a veterinarian because I just discovered I just love animals or something. Like I'm just saying, it's just an example. But I'm saying like whatever it is. I went from chorus to art. Mm-hmm. I went from chorus to art. Yeah, as you are supposed to. Like, you're supposed to evolve and grow and change as a human being. I don't want you to be the same person at 33 that you were at 13. If you are, that's kind of sad. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, that's sad. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be the same that whole time. No, 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 no. I don't want that. I don't want that for you. Yeah. So it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you to, to get your butt into school, make new friends, have new experiences, see what high school is about. Because your generation, like, God help you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he made a pair of twos. And be, all right, well, I'm afraid my little poker tournament's over that I've been messing with while we're talking. Um... <laughs> I digress. I'm and you so would have never known. Right? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, man. There, there are some people who are just born with, like, it just feels like a predestiny. And, and, you know, they want to do the same thing from the time they were two years old. They knew exactly what they wanted to be, who they wanted to be, what they wanted to do. And they ended up living that out. And God bless them. That's wonderful. 
that just doesn't happen too often. Not not for the average person. Not everyone and is so, not the anime character protagonist. Yeah, I don't know what you just said, but <laughs> um, but you know, for for the majority of the population, that kind of thing doesn't really happen too often. So it's more about figuring out, or it's more about just having experiences. And your generation, what I was going to say is. Man, you guys have missed out on so much when it comes to the high school experience. There are seniors now who are graduating who haven't set foot in a school in two years, and it's just sad, right? It's just like, dude, you missed out on so and there much. there are people who graduated digitally. There's so much growth and so much just personal knowledge, personal just experiences that, that help round out like who you're going to be and stuff that they never got to have. And it's so sad. I hate it for them, but it is what it is. So I'm excited for you going back to school. I'm excited for you to have good experiences, bad experiences, dating, um, driving, getting a job, earning a paycheck, like learning what it's like to pay for your own gas and insurance, like growing into a young woman and, and not, you know, and, and slowly leaving your, your adolescence and your, your childness behind and, and growing into a woman. All of that is so critically important because you need to go through those changes and that growth while you still have the safety and security of living at home. I don't want you to start your maturation process after you're out of this house and I can't really yeah. be there for you and help you anymore. That's horrible. Does that make sense? Yep. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, what else you got going on? I'm scared of teenagers. <laughs> I'm scared of my generation. My generation freaks me out sometimes. So I'm kind of nervous to be socializing, but at the same time, I'm so desperate to have friends <laughs> because I'm so lonely. I literally have three friends. One of them is in another state. One of them goes to a different school, and the other one I'm not as close with. Yeah. So I have, like, hmm. no friends right now. It's tough, man. Uh, and this is this is where and, and, and your mom and I have talked about this. And this is where it is so, 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 so tough on introverts like you. Yeah. Right. So for extroverts, they're usually surrounded with so many. I, I'll call them friends. They're mostly just acquaintances because I'm an extrovert. And a lot not of our, alone buddies, <laughs> except they don't need not alone buddies. Well, it's not that it's just that for extroverts. We tend to have a whole lot of associates and people we kick it with and hang with and stuff, but a lot of our, our relationships tend to be pretty shallow. Yeah. And for introverts, you have a very, very, very limited number of acquaintances that you're, not acquaintances, you have a very limited number of people you're cool with, but they're friends. And those relationships run deep, like really deep. But it's a very small number because you're that's just the way extroverts are. You're very selective as far as who you interact with, how you interact with, on what level and all of that. And so um, one of the things you're like I said, your mommy were talking about this. One of the things that COVID is really jacked up is, dude, you're an introvert. Like your friends are dispersed. They're very, very limited. And now due to COVID, you haven't been able to like see them, have face-to-face -face interaction with them or spending time with them in like two years or something. Like it's so been- out of the entire quarantine, I went to go see my friend who lives in another state and I got to spend the night in a hotel there and then we came back. So there was like two days and then we came back here. 
And then one of my other friends had a birthday party. And so I did that. And those are the only two occasions where I've hung out with friends over the entirety of quarantine. And they were on two different two different occasions. Like the, yeah. the birthday party was like a month ago, two months ago, a month ago. And in between that time, like that. And then and in between the that time, how have you guys been? The other one was all the way in like April. I'm sorry. Yeah, the other one was in April. Yeah. Are they here local too, or what's up with that one? No, no. The one that was in April was all the way. And she lives in another state. Yeah, so and in between time, your relationships have pretty much just been limited to texting, right? Yeah, texting and calls. Limited calls. For a long time, we were like calling every day, this group of us, but then the calls got dispersed because people had camps and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So tough, man. It's It's been so, 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 so tough. And and we haven't said it enough. I, I, I am sure that we haven't said enough, man, but we are so proud of how you and your brother and your sister have really been hanging in there through the quarantine thing. Um, fortunately, we're blessed enough to have a lot to do here in the house for you guys to entertain yourselves. You all have your electronics, your iPads, your phones, um, your Playstations, your YouTubes, you know, whatever. Stuff Each to, other, the power of friendship. I'm kidding. No, it's that's <laughs> real talk. Like, you guys have been trapped inside a house for what feels like a year and a half, two years, and you haven't killed each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even though you're you're cabin fever. <laughs> you're kind of close in age, right? You're you're each separated by three years, you know, so it's like 15, 12, 9. Um, and even though the nine year old can times tables. And even though uh, you know, the youngest he can get on, on people's nerves sometimes and stuff because he is the, the youngest, um, you guys actually still like each other and you haven't killed each other and stuff and it's been it's been challenging, man. It's been hard. Yeah. And you know what? I've been like so desperate to play with people and do things aside from electronics that literally I have this new obsession with playing with my American Girl doll. <laughs> what? So, right before we went to go record, I was gonna go play with my American Girl doll with my sister, and then Dad was just like, "Hey, let's do a pod real quick," and I'm just like, "Okay, we're gonna play with dolls <laughs> later, though." Okay. Well, I don't you know. know. Hey, 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 no judgment, no judgment. If, if, I'm if, just saying, this is what dude, we spent a lot of money on that thing. Like, if that's yes. what you want to do, go play with it, please. Get your money's worth. It's all, it's all good. Uh, um, Mirabella's her name. Mirabella's dope. Her. That's dope. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll do another pod in a month when you know you've been back in school for a week or two and we'll check in and see how that's going. But, um, but I, I really am, I and your mom is, is really glad you're going back to school. So, Let's talk about this last thing. Let's talk Denny. about the trip to Florida. Let's start by telling the people what this thing is and, um, you know, how we ended up there. How much am I allowed to say? I'm allowed to say everything now? All right, how about I set it up and then you say what your experience was like. Is okay, that cool? Yeah, you do questions and I do answers because I don't know how much of it we're not allowed to talk about. I mean, we can talk about most of it. All right, so here's the deal, man. So, so Mike... Um, also, it's, so, it's raining now, so I'm sorry. Yeah, it if, just started pouring. You might well, hear things. If they hear thunder and lightning in the background, you know, they can go to sleep like we do. That's <laughs> um, what we sleep to every night. Hey, so here's the thing, right? So 
uh, mommy sees this advertisement and it's calling for auditions and stuff for young kids who want to star in you know a young kids show like Disney or whatever. And so we respond to it and we go and all three kids want to want to audition. So we go through the audition and I everybody does. The last moment to do it. Right, she's like, okay, fine. But you know, so the girls decide to audition. The youngest he doesn't. He um, does. Did did he audition too? Yeah. Oh, wow, I don't even remember that. Anyway, um, Michael's the only one who's selected. The other two are like, hey, you guys got potential. I want you to come back and do it again in the future. But the reality is they both just needed to do a little bit, little bit, little bit better. Um, but, you know, he's like, I love your daughter. Your daughter has such a beautiful and, and, and just a, a wonderful personality. I think she'd be wonderful on the show. She, um, we don't even have a character that we would necessarily have for her to do, but we... I can see her spirit and I, I just love it so much that I would write a character for her myself and you know if you guys are interested but here's the catch the catch is it's not a hey come star on this show and we're going to pay you this great salary and you da 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 no it's a pay to play kind of a thing so this TV show it's called Go Iguanas and it is a app based TV show it's not on a channel it's based on their app and it's produced and directed by this former you know Disney director guy and all this stuff or whatever who created this and he had this idea of instead of getting a bunch of professional actors to do these different things he thought it'd be cool to provide the opportunity to have average everyday kids with a lot of potential or just wonderful you know natural ability to star on these shows and and then he you know, he produces them and, and puts them out on this on his app. It's the premiere premiere uh, app, and um, you know we had to go. We had to talk about it, and we're like, hey, you know, are we gonna, you know, do we really want to do this thing? And so we we put our heads together and we really thought about it and tried to decide what we want to do. And ultimately, um, yeah, man, we decided, you know what, we should do this. It'll be good for Michael. It'll be good for her self esteem. Be good for her as just a a growth opportunity it'd be good for her to have the experience that she's never had and let's face it i don't you know we don't need to save up a whole bunch of money for college and stuff because they get it for free now due to my my veterans disability and you know we have this money sitting around so let's invest it in our kids in other ways and so you we, do get an imdb oh yep she gets an imdb credit um yeah. she gets to put that on her college application makes her more competitive and stuff like that but more than anything, she just gets to have this opportunity. So we say, hey, it's filmed in Orlando at a Disney resort. And so let's go down there. Let's make we have to be down there for a week. So let's just go down there. We'll stay for 10 days. We will rent a villa, um, a house with a pool and everything out in the out in the neighborhood. We and had to buy the uniform. Yeah, we had to buy certain things. We had to buy the, the outfit that they needed to be acting in and stuff. But, I mean, that's just a couple of dollars. That's no big deal. Um, so we signed her up and it was just this past July. We drove down as a family. We just loaded up in a navigator and just made a road trip out of it. We get down there. We yes. rent this house with this really nice pool and it's just beautiful. And every Tyler's day. I was in the pool every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what we did was one parent would take Michael to the filming and we would stay. And the other parent would stay at the house with the other two kids and let them just hang out in the pool play just have a great vacation and we stayed down there for like 10 days so why don't you uh why don't you tell everybody like what was it like to be on an actual tv studio set 
filming and what went into it before you started filming and during and after, like, what was your experience like? So at the very beginning, we got past scripts so that they could sort of see what kind of a character you're able to play the most, like what kind of a personality you fit into naturally. And this was on Zoom. Mm-hmm. On so Zoom every month Zoom. you had to meet with a, with, a, with a casting director slash writer and other new cast members, and you guys had to go through reads every month and just do role plays. And they're like, hey, next month I want you to try this this role in this particular read, which and is a different scripts would change as well. Right. Sometimes right. it would be the same script, sometimes it would be a different one. But they were all from former seasons as far as I know. And so at first it was divided between time zones, and then once the actual script was finished, then it was divided into who you're actually going to be with. And so... Um, I had like 32 lines or something like that in total. And when I was studying my, on my own, I would do my cue lines and then my lines only. And when we were sharing tips and stuff, someone pointed out that it's actually good because it makes reacting to other people's lines more natural because it's more of your own actual reaction to what they're saying. Um, Zoom calls were okay sometimes there are technical difficulties and there's this one person that only showed up to like one of the zoom calls and then mm-hmm. <laughs> there was another person that like didn't show up at all and it showed when we were at filming because they were freaking horrible mm-hmm. um but we did once we once we got there we would sometimes have the opportunity to do rehearsals but other times not and the day before, they would try to give us what scenes we did, but sometimes we didn't do a scene. Sometimes we did a whole entire different scene. Sometimes we never even got around to another scene. It was, it varied. But all the different sets were really, really cool. Some of the positioning of characters probably should have been changed. <laughs> like, one, one character was supposed to whisper to another character, but they had to whisper, shout across the entire room, and I'm just like, that doesn't make much sense. But... Um, <laughs> It is what it is. I'm not the director. No, you were not, but you tried to be. It was really funny. She um, she was making notes of things like, um, as far as this scene doesn't really make a lot of sense because the next scene they're supposed to be in this other location, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and like you were playing like semi like director slash like producer I, director I guy. Like it was interesting. Set, so I sort of wanted to... Like, some of the characters, they were just sort of standing there, and I'm just like, okay, that's going to look awkward on the camera. Because <laughs> I'm artistic. So I'm just like, let's do this, like, where we're not doing too much, but sort of, like, not just standing there like statues. So that was something that I did <laughs> in the background, because it's one of the things that they had mentioned, where it's just like, don't just stand there awkwardly staring into space. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, yeah, being the oldest one on that set, I tried to take initiative for certain things just that I would think help make it look better because you can't focus on everybody at once. Yeah. Especially when they're not the main focus. But when you're under the, the, the lights and the camera and the action and you're actually, you're acting, you're saying your lines, you're trying to remember where you're supposed to be and taking your cues off of the others, which is a huge part of it. Like, what was that, what was that experience like? So, I'm camera shy, so it wasn't hard for me to ignore the camera. <laughs> At the same time, like, I knew they were there, especially when it was, like, placed right in front of me or something. Mm-hmm. Like, not directly in front of me, but, yeah, still. Um, 
It was a little bit distracting, also with like the boom mic hanging over, and then it's yeah. like it moves around, and then it makes. And having to do the same over. line like over and over and over again, what was that like? Um, sometimes I did zone out a little bit, but I tried to stay really, really focused because I didn't want to miss my cues. But I think sometimes it was a little bit obvious when I zoned out for like a split second. <laughs> yeah. But I really, I really tried not to do that. So we filmed for like five straight days, six straight days, whatever, and um, yeah. and some of them we were able to do all in one take, but some of the takes, <clears throat> my voice just went weird. It's okay. Okay. Um, some of the takes we had to do multiple times because we needed to do multiple camera shots. Yeah. It wasn't because anyone did anything wrong. A lot of or, angles. Yeah, a lot of angles. Or sometimes a character messed up and like completely forgot their line, and so we would have to do the whole entire thing over again. That was kind of annoying, but at the same time, it is what it is. <laughs> so, overall, it was really great. Um, the girls there were really, really nice and really energetic as well. Did and you make some new friends or acquaintances or whatever you want to call them? We talked for like a few days afterwards, but now the group chat is just dead. <laughs> it's just, just ghosted. Everybody ghosted each other. Yeah, pretty much. Um... It was a nice experience, though, especially because I had been so lonely. <laughs> so then I got to socialize. But at the same time, it was kind of awkward because everyone was younger than me. Yeah, like, okay, so you were the oldest, but only by, like, a couple of months or, or a year at the most, right? I mean, there was, like, you're 15, there was a 14, a 13. Like, there were other kids that are close to your age, Yeah, right? but then there were also, like, a lot of children. Well, it's a it's one of those kids like Disney style shows, so you're gonna have like all age groups kind of represented. So there was yeah. like a seven year old is is uh, you know all the way up to I like I think the youngest you. one was actually like six or six or something, right? But up to you, who happened to be the oldest at fifteen, but yeah. barely, barely the oldest. I mean, it's there were several kids who were teenagers there with you. You just happened to be the one who was fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, man. So okay, so. I got a couple of questions for you. So let's start with what was the coolest part of your experience? If you had to sum it up in one experience, what was the coolest thing? Actually, like I'm on a TV show. <laughs> just knowing like, it, right? Yeah. Cause like it sort of didn't feel like it just because I was like really practiced. So it sort of felt like it was actually natural mm -hmm. instead of like, Oh my gosh, it's a TV show. Right. Especially because the character was actually built around me. Yeah. So So it felt natural, it right? It felt like, natural, but then when I like actually think about it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just a normal person and I'm on a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. So that's that awesome. was the coolest part. Also just like the sets were really well made. The sets were cool, right? There was and like a spy layer set in so that No, that goes into my next question, which was what was like the most um unique or unexpected kind of part of the experience and I think what we talked about was like how the sets they're just sets but it looks like you're in a building in a room and everything when you're watching on TV but it's actually just it's just a set yeah and it's not sets, big like, at all yeah they weren't like massive I'm taking up the entire room or something they were like two sets side by side in this huge room but they were actually pretty much like I don't know, the size of a small room, a small bedroom or something. Yeah, they're basically like the size of a bedroom. Yeah. And they got everybody just... And they just, have like all these props so it's crowded and it seems even right. smaller. And, it, and, and 
they use the camera angles and things that make them all just seem so much bigger, but they're actually just small sets with a bunch yeah. of props and stuff around to the strategically was, place you guys in certain areas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the one that was the most strange to me was the fact that the spy layer was like a cobweb basement. Um, the what? There was a spy layer. A spy layer. And it was like a cobweb basement. Yeah, that was cool looking. It was cool, but it's also just like, huh, that's a spy layer? <laughs> But I mean, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, that's a spy layer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's confusing. Because like, a lot of times you look at the spy layer, it's not like any like spy tech. layer I've ever been to. But wait, I've I never actually to. been to a spy no, layer. No, but like when you look at spy layers on TV and stuff, it's like all this high tech stuff, especially like Marvel, like the, and, <laughs> like the, the Avengers compound. Mm -hmm. So then like you look at this one, I'm just like, yeah, this makes sense for like a school spy layer. But that same time, it's just like, huh, spy layer. Who knew? <laughs> I don't know. So what was the most unexpected part of the experience that you were just like, I did not know that was going to happen, but I'm so glad it did. One of the teachers literally was reading off of the script and still couldn't figure out their lines. <laughs> that was the most unexpected. Okay. I was going to save that one for what was like the most disappointing part of the experience. But I'd just be speaking for myself and your mom because we were so, the parents, All the parents were so bitter at her. Because it's like, my seven-year-old is here, my six-year-old is here. For me, I'm like, my 15-year-old is here. Other people out there, 10 or 11-year-old. They had to sit there and study 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 to learn these, these lines. You have to stand behind a podium with your script and try to act like you're not reading because your old butt never bothered to learn in lines. What is wrong but with you? Like not only do you have the script right in front of you and you're reading it, you can't pick up your cues and you're not reading the lines properly even though it's right there. Dude, she still messed up her lines. She has the script right there, she's reading it, and then she still couldn't just memorize it for like five seconds. She was horrible. I'll just put it out there. She was freaking gross. She was gross. And it was it was just agitating because like you're an adult, you're older than me, you're supposed to be setting the example, but it's You know who set the example? Me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Not only did you memorize all of your lines and were virtually flawless in your delivery, you would help the other kids pick up their lines when they forgot them because you memorized other people's lines. Like, you took this seriously, bruh. Like, yeah. you were on Most it. Most of the lines that I had memorized were, were the cue lines. The cues to, But then to, also yeah. just because when we would do it in rehearsal, I started to memorize entire scenes. You did. You did. Like, and that's why I was like, yo, this, she's got a knack for this. Even the director just, he, he kept saying, and you can see it because you're sitting on the set, but we're sitting in the back watching and we could see where each camera was focused and we could see from we're sitting basically behind the director's seat and we could see all the different screens that he's looking at with all the different camera angles and he's saying you know one i want you here two i want you here three zoom in on on blah 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 and he's he's directing while you guys are just sitting there waiting for the person to step in and be like you know scene four act two clip mark time whatever she does Speed. Speed, see, right? That whole thing, right? Um, so while all that's happening, what you what you didn't notice and what you didn't see was how many times he was just like, you would finish your line and he would call a cut or whatever and he would just be like, 
camera two, that was awesome. And camera two, you didn't know, but it was fixated on you and like just you. And and we see it. And, and you know, your mom would be home with your sister or whatever and your brother. And I'm there by myself. And I'm just looking around for somebody like, I just want to brag. I just want to brag. But there's nobody for me to talk to. She just freaking killed it. Like, it was so dope. It was one of the main things that I did to keep myself from zoning out, like, 99% of the time mm-hmm. was just to really make sure that I'm paying attention to the scenes and reacting because it would keep me animated so I'm not just there waiting right but it would also keep me focused so that I would pick up on my cues that makes sense yeah so that's what I did to sort of give my best give it my all do my best you did awesome. You did better than I ever, because you're such an introvert. I had no idea how this would go. And you tapped into something that was just so great. And so what are we going to do with this? Like, I know we asked you this when we were driving back and stuff, but you said that you think this might be something you want to look into and investigate, see if there's something you can do again and again or yeah. on a bigger scale, right? Yeah. And part of it is just I, I want to be able to get rid of my social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so doing stuff like this would definitely help. Mm-hmm. Just at least get used to people. Because <laughs> I'm not used to people. But, um, yeah. So I was looking at maybe joining the drama club. I mean, some yeah. of the stuff that they do. That makes me happy. Whack. That makes me happy, dude. Sometimes. And, like, we have our friends, you know, with, with different, you know, different accesses. And we got, you know, one of our, our closest family friends is on, on TV shows and, and Chicago fires and stuff like that. And, um, definitely has a foothold in Hollywood and stuff. And, and, you know, they've offered to help with, you know, should we be pursuing an agent and see if we can get you some auditions? You know I mean, I'm not paying the agent unless you get work, but you know, that's up to you and like, do you earn and stuff? But also I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm website. all about it. I found this website that, um, shows things for voice acting that are just like, you know how I, I, I'm a YouTuber? Voice acting. Oh, right. Voice acting. <clears throat> Hi. Do you ever have that not so great feeling? Um, tune into the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast and uh, consider that your daily dose of medicine to get you just where you want to be. Thanks. All right. Back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> I am so confused. <laughs> right. I am too. It was an impromptu voiceover, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, because I said word voice acting. There we go. You said voice acting. That's what I just did, right? Yeah. Okay. Do I need to do it again? No. No. Okay, no. I won't do it again. You got it. All right. But, yeah, so there's so. this website where you can look at things like that. Yeah. I wasn't What's going, it called? I'm not signing up for anything. I forgot. Is it Fiverr? It's like casting call something. There's there's a lot of those out there. Um, I'm on yeah. I'm on a, a small handful of them. Although I just I I deactivated my account for right now because I don't have time for it. But it's it's there's some opportunities out there for sure for voice acting and stuff. But you yeah. need to be doing like real acting, like, like not voice acting. Like you need to be on a stage. Well, just like really to sort of like get more out there. Yeah. Well, voice we're going to be pursuing that. So stay tuned, and you get to find out what ends up happening with Michael and her. Newly discovered. Will it go nowhere? Or will it go somewhere? <laughs> well, newly discovered, you know, um, interest. We, we can't call it passion yet or anything, but it's it's definitely a strong interest, and that's exciting, yeah. man. It's exciting. Um, so, if you are interested in watching her, it is the premiere with an E on the end. P R I E. P R I E M E R E. 
app, right? Something um, like that. Anyway, the, the show is called Go Iguanas, and... I think it's season six. Something like that. The, the, the episodes that she filmed, they, they're in post-production now, and they expect it to launch around Christmas. So, um, I think you got to pay like two ninety nine for the app. I'm sorry, it's not free. But then you get to see the show for free or whatever. But, um, you know, support them. Support. Uh, it, it's cool what they do. You know what I mean? It's, it sucks that it's a pay-to-play kind of thing instead of getting paid to play. But we have zero regrets of shelling out a little bit of money for her to have this opportunity. You can hear it in her description, um, in her discussion about what it was like and stuff, that it was an investment in her. It's, it's not, you know chasing after some starlet dream or some stage mom that believes my child's the most talented and beautiful child in the universe and needs to be on every show or whatever. It's, not, it's nothing like that. Pushing it's, my dreams onto you. I want it to yeah, be a star. You will be a star. Exactly. I'm not, nobody's trying to live vicariously through her and stuff. It was just an investment in her and um, it was money extremely well spent. If it never, If nothing ever comes of this other than what we just did, we more than got our money's worth. And it's, it's been a fantastic experience. And it turns out we have a church friend of ours whose child actually was selected and is going in December to do their filming. So they're like, yo, you got to tell us what it was like. So we're going to chat with them and, and make sure they're prepared for, for what this is. Check out do. this podcast. Oh, they, yeah, they, they subscribe. They will. They'll let us know. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, I think that's it. Yeah. I think we're yeah. good. We, we went through a lot. We were all over the place, but it was a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Um, my birthday is in two days, so that's exciting. Yes. Um, I have no plans. I have I, plans. I would like to take the day off and just go spend all that time in a casino and no. just, you know, enjoy myself. But um, <laughs> I just did that on Saturday. Yes. That went really, really well. Yes. I played for 15 straight hours. and You came back at like 2 or 3 in the morning. About, 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 about 3 in the morning, but... Um, you know, just 200 people that were in that tournament. I finally finished in third. Um, I'm good. I'm, I'm Round I'm, of applause. Right. I'm good at this thing. I'm good at this thing. There was nothing cooler than taking stacks upon stacks upon stacks upon stacks of hundreds and just fan them all across the uh, the kitchen island and, and <laughs> call the wife downstairs like, so, had a good night at the casino. She's just like, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. It was good times, man. It was good times. It's so, always good to reap rewards. It is always good to reap rewards. So with that, uh, I think we'll wrap this one up, if that's okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. Why don't you go ahead and take us out, love? This was the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast, episode number no one knows. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> I'm the producer also. Yeah, he is. He knows everything. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. As always, please jump onto our Facebook page, uh, the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. You can find it on Facebook. Review us. All right, not on Facebook, but you can rate us and review us on Spotify and and Apple Podcasts, wherever you you get your podcasts. More than anything, like share our Facebook page, you know, share it with your folks. Let them know that we're here. We're doing our thing. It's a pretty decent show. If you've made it this far, I owe you a beer. Um... Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next time on the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. And leave suggestions. Sure. Leave some show notes. Mm -hmm. All right. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Peace out. Peace. Hi. This is Ty, and I'd like to thank you for listening to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk Podcast. 
Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.